0: Come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it, and I want you to watch it too. Come on. Little little palm, little
1: pom pom. Little palm. It was nice to see palm in this movie.
0: Yeah, Um, I. God, what movie was she in? I was just talking about it. it Besides was, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I mean, she's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, in... she's, she's, oh, she's... She's oh God, the
1: Spike Lee one? Yeah. Uh, oh no. <laughs>
0: that was a movie that 100% did not need to happen.
1: Yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's one of those remakes, like that Spike Lee old boy is like,
0: Why? Well,
1: don't do this. And it was the same thing I had when, like, whoever it was did the... Like remake of Psycho, like the shot-for-shot shot remake of Psycho in like 96, it's like, that didn't need to happen. Oh god, no. Yeah, because
0: it, it's not only is it just like the same thing it's also just, it's not different enough and you don't put enough of your, like your own spin on it to even have it be entertaining it, It's, it's like, like, let me just make this but worse. Yeah, <laughs> that was both of those scenarios. It's
2: just, yeah. it's an insult, it's not even a homage, Yeah, you know no, <laughs> no, like, just the, well, do they, something they original. Well, they mean it to be a homage, like they, sure.
1: they, they, Spike Lee obviously means well, and whoever right. made this Psycho I think it was De Palma, maybe. Yeah. Uh, means well, but it's like, yeah, but you're not gonna do as well as Hitchcock. You're not gonna do as well as like Parchan Chan So just do your own thing. Like yeah. make your own movie. You don't need to remake their
0: movie. Like yeah.
1: that's that, that's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Reboot fever. Yeah. I'm no kidding. There. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
2: All right, are we ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of I Want You to Watch This. I am your host Dennis, and I'm joined, as always, by my two um, insane, um, just phone obsessed co-hosts, Colin and Craig. How are you guys? I'm
0: um, hashtag blessed. Oh, <laughs> All right. oh my god, Dennis, I'm like so
1: happy to be here. I'm just chill. Yeah. This is so, so cool. I'm
2: so glad. All right. <laughs> We watched Ingrid Goes West and, my God, talk about a dark fucking Holy comedy. Holy shit! <laughs> like, like that's the most the, the, that's just, like, the most dark comedy I've seen. I
1: mean, I mean, if I was to try to describe this to a stranger, I would say it's like, Gone Girl meets Single White Female, but as a comedy? Yeah.
0: Question mark? That sounds about right.
1: yeah. I mean, whenever I had you
2: laughing, like it was like you think for a second about the situation, it's like, oh no, this is terribly sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also, yeah, extremely uh common at the same time. It was a weird it's, mix of Yeah. Of a very it was kind of like this mundane sense, but also extremely surreal. Like at the same super time. relatable like, yeah. in a way, like you're kind of Get where she's coming from.
1: It was very familiar, even though she's like a total sociopath. Like you, you understand her, and like
0: you, you sympathize with her in a way. Well, yeah, it's it's there. So essentially, yeah, this movie is about. uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) before we start, because we
1: just watched this like minutes ago. So,
0: Um, so yeah, Ingrid Goes West, um, Aubrey Plaza, Elizabeth Olsen. Um, a few other people. (laughs) Right. But mainly, it's mostly about those two. (laughs) Um, And so essentially Ingrid, played by Aubrey Plaza, is this, um, from like the very start, you see her becoming very quickly obsessed with this other woman. She crashes her wedding, sprays her face with pepper spray. And this is essentially all incited by uh, this woman who is like a very like, you know, popular Instagram, you know, a hashtag influencer um, who comments on her reply to a post once. So like Ingrid sends this woman a reply and the woman, you know, kind of like says, oh, thanks. Great. Nice day. Like, you know live your life like I'm doing my thing <laughs> but apparently to Ingrid that means I need to stop this woman she's not my best friend and I'm going to do everything within my power to become friends with her so she does this she crashes this wedding ends up in a menstrual institution well it's
2: good because her friend was like that, that person was the first person that reached out to her after her mother died
0: yeah okay yeah that's right yeah, yeah that's right that was, like, the inciting... The but it was images. literally just
2: one post on Instagram yeah. just reaching out. And just like, So, yeah, she's insane. Yeah. But,
1: like, the whole thing of her mother dying is, like, so, like, casually established in this film that, like, it's, like, you could so easily miss it apart from just, like, this one being, like, this person who, like, her only interactions with humanity are those on social media. Yeah, well, yeah well, because, I mean,
2: it, except for the fact that it defines who she is in, like, like her mental breakdown.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I what I love
2: about this movie is that it puts you into the situation where you you're forced to like piece out that she's not dealing with the thing that she has to fucking deal with, which is her mother's death. Yeah, yeah, she's not dealing with it at all.
0: And yeah, and so that's kind of like that moment that you really kind of get that reveal is when she's talking with Dan, who she meets. So after she moves to California, because. After she gets out of this institution, this facility, she is, um, you know, right back at it again. She is looking at this magazine and she sees this other woman named Taylor, who she again becomes obsessed with. So she uh, starts up this social media interaction with her and based off of this one interaction, decides to uh, move to California, like take all the money that her mom has like left her uh, and move to California to try and befriend this woman. Uh, which she does. Uh, she does, so throughout the course of this movie, um, <laughs> become friends with Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Taylor. And um, her landlord is this guy named Dan. And this is where we find out essentially that this is kind of like one of the moments where her like kind of facade starts to crack a little bit and we get a peek into who she actually is because he's talking about her. He actually turns the table and for once is talking about her because she's so obsessed with filling her life with everyone else's, like, shit that she doesn't ever address her own. Uh, and so he starts to, like, reflect on her, and that's when we kind of get to see, again, how her mom was the only other person that she really, like, had any sort of interaction or relationship with. And so her dying and the that culminating with, you know... I, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what to diagnose her with, but she, you know, very clearly has like, uh, like a mental like disorder or like a social like disorder that is exacerbated by the fact that her mother has just died.
1: Yeah, I mean, like she she's unable to like interact with people outside of like social media or like like she like has this weird disconnect between like what like the digital world is and the real world is in terms of relationships and it's it's like deeply like disturbing and like also super real but all played in the sense of this kind of comedy yeah And, and it's what makes this movie so interesting and so
0: good well it's like that that same thing where you're we all get like invested in characters that we read about in, you know, books in characters that we see on television. And it's really interesting to see how, uh, you know, Taylor is this character that she puts out on her Instagram feed and at the same time she's an actual person but she's representing a fictionalized person like version of herself which is what ingrid becomes attached to yeah just like when you're reading a book like at the end of the book you know like you're crying you know when these two characters you know get together or these characters like one character dies you have these like attachments to these physical or to these fictional characters and she's doing that exact same thing, but, but just scrolling through Instagram. She's, like, crying. Like, she's weeping, like, going through, like, all of these people's, like, emotional moments in their lives. Right. And she's not experiencing at all. Yeah. But, but let's
1: make it even, like, even simpler than that. So, like, how excited do you get when like somebody who you look up to like if like june diane raphael like likes your tweet oh yeah exactly. or, or something like that you know like if like oh mission to zix likes my tweet like you get like so pumped up for like days right you're, like yeah oh like this person who i'm like i'm really into on social media like acknowledge me yeah and like it's,
0: somebody noticed me <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. love it. Like,
1: and if you're a person who has like no real fabric within the real world of like actual solid relationships like that could be a thing that just defines like reality for you and you could see how she becomes this way it's
0: dissociation right yeah
2: yeah, she's just like this chameleon blank slate she's a total tabula tabula what Tablet you know Russell. Russell. I think we can Blank all try. Tablet and Kurt Russell. And none of us will.
1: Tablet could, Kurt Russell. We could all try for a long time, and none of us would get this right. Yeah. But we, everybody who's listening to this, knows what we're trying to say. Blank slate. Yes. Um.
2: Because like she's like always looking at the people she's interacting with to like interact to like act the same way. You know, like all of her stuff is just she has no. Like the only time that she is her own um, uh, convict, you know, like has her own convictions, is when she confronts Taylor at the end, um, and when she like makes the suicide um, video at the very end.
1: Oh yeah, my God, I, I want to talk about the ending, but let's. bro well, yeah. Let's hold that for yeah. a while. Right, but like but, I mean,
2: that's that. That's what's just so. I mean, it's, it's just a. And, Like uh, man, I don't know. This movie is just great. Like well, this movie, yeah.
0: And that's what, like, and, like you said, like that's like kind of like the big like moment where you know everything just kind of like is exposed. And that's the awesome part about this movie is like how they pace it out, where you do get to see that those cracks a little bit when again she's at dinner with Dan and she is never ever trying to talk about herself throughout this movie like she's right. at oh, yeah, point,
1: no, like there's there's never a point where she's more vulnerable
0: than when she's talking about herself and like you
1: you hardly ever see it
0: yeah she's always like trying to absorb like what's happening in other people's lives she's always talking about like, what this person's favorite thing is and trying to like sponge that up and again just never ever actually trying to look and deal with what's going on with her and what this Movie also does a really good job of it showing how Ingrid is the most exaggerated, you know, prototype or archetype of like what, what this mentality is of trying to Like a cover blank up slate what she's doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but Taylor's like she Taylor's the same
1: way. Yeah, she Well does, she, she monetized it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, and so is Ezra, but like Ezra is like doing the same thing, but like off the grid. Like he's too cool to... Yeah, threaten. he
0: just has to define everything based off of what he doesn't do instead he's
2: of... He's like 70s Instagram.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Especially since like the, the painting that she buys from him is the only one that says like squad goals, which is the thing that he could have no concept oh, of. Oh no. Being like off of the internet. Right. Yeah. What is that, by the way? It's... It's
0: it's just like, you uh, know, like your group of friends, it's like, Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll send you a link to an episode of Still Buffering. Okay. I'll explain this. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's essentially like, oh yeah, you know, people like people attribute it to any number of things. It's it, like, it's,
1: it's a lot of Taylor Swift. I get a lot of stuff towards Taylor Swift that says it. Really? It's like, uh, I, I mean, bet it's MMO. It sounds like an MMO thing. But it's, like, your group of friends, and, right. like, you you want your friends to, like, get these things, and so you have squad goals, because your group of friends is your squad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's taken this annoying turn of, like just being in, you know, something that you just, like, hashtag at the end of, like, anytime more than, like, three people are in a picture together, it's, like, squad, squad girls. goals. Yeah.
2: Squad goals, squad goals. Wow. Let's never refer to us as
0: a
1: squad. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: please. But I think
0: that was the thing, though. About I'm
1: 35 years old. <laughs> I'm not a part of any squad.
0: <laughs> but I think that was the thing, though, is, like, with Ezra, he's saying, you know, he doesn't, you know take part in any of these things and yet he's still, I feel like he knows like he knows what what he's doing right. and he is again, which is why, you know the uh you know, he's just an alcoholic because he just is trying to drive away, you know, his own insecurities and drive away his own like sense of hypocrisy that he sees himself portraying. Oh yeah
1: he, like he knows that he's complacent in like this whole lifestyle, he knows that he's no different than taylor is like he knows that he's well he's along
2: for the ride like taylor's the one that talked him into quitting his job and becoming yeah Yeah. and and he also
1: knows that he has that insufferable man but right yeah yeah yeah. he has to
0: and i feel like it's interesting too because uh the two like realist people in the movie are also like (coughs) put at the opposite end of of spectrums because nikki and dan are like the two realist people in the movie like uh,
1: well, well, and Nikki's a monster, and Dan is like... And, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay all right, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. But yeah, but yeah so
0: go it's, ahead, it's, go yeah, ahead. it's very clear. Like, you know, like, everyone is like, talking about Nikki like Nikki's not in the room. Like, everyone's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, Nikki, like, you know, doesn't do this, or Nikki doesn't do that. Nikki doesn't have an alcohol problem or a drug problem. Nikki never says that he doesn't have a drug problem. Nikki yeah. never acts like he doesn't have a drug problem. Oops. Nikki never in any way, like... Is anything other than Nikki, but it's like, his sister is like, he he doesn't do those things. Real,
1: real, real quick, real quick. Did anyone else for a second think that Nikki was the husband from the beginning? Oh, no. I didn't. Oh, no. I, I totally did. Ah. For, like, a little while when, like, um, she was, like, reacting to him. She was, like, scared of him, like, showing up. Oh, right. I thought that was because he was the husband oh, from like the beginning of the movie. Oh, it. right. But, but anyway... That was just a aside Get that. I okay. mean, the only
0: thought that I had about Nikki was that, like, he definitely wouldn't need any incriminating evidence for me to do whatever he wanted me to do in that room. Like, I mean, <laughs> that was the <laughs> thing that well, I thought uh, about Nikki. At that is, Nikki was hot as shit. Oh my but, god, but
2: Nikki,
0: so yeah. is Dan. <laughs> oh no, Dan is. Oh my god. Oh, let's oh, please.
2: <laughs> let's let's please talk about O'Shea Jackson Jr. <laughs> And I'm so glad he's in this movie. Oh my god, yes. Because he, he's Ice Cube's kid. And I kept on, I was Cube watching Cube. this movie and I'm like, why does he look like Ice Cube? <laughs> <laughs> because
0: he's Ice Cube, And I was style. like, <laughs> I know you're a racist in we all look the same,
2: so... No no, 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 Ice Cube, Ice Cube, I find, is a very handsome man. Wow, we're getting all up on the gas tonight. Um, <laughs> but, but, I was like, that looks like, it looks like Ice Cube, but he's not Ice Cube. And I I I I M D beat him and was like, oh, he's Ice Cube's kid. Yeah, and um, I'm just really glad he's in this movie. I thought he slayed it. I thought he was a yes, great character. I,
0: uh, yeah. God, I want him to be in everything. Oh, and oh, he's fantastic. I want him and Nikki to have like a buddy movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, like but, but, to,
1: but to to speak to that, like him and Nikki, because Dan, like the character that he plays, Dan Pinto, is obsessed with Batman. He's got this whole like Batman thing. He's writing a Batman screenplay. Like he's he's Batman everything. So he's Batman and Nikki is the Joker. Oh And these are the two like real characters that we have in this movie. Yeah. Like we have the one who's like the hero and with the one who's the villain.
2: Oh that's a good catch.
1: And it's kind of this whole dichotomy that we're playing with through this. And they, it's
2: also interesting that like the two like real car- real people, you know, that aren't like don't have their heads shoved squarely up their ass are the ones that get along the most. You and know, they're also
0: the hottest people in the
1: movie. <laughs> yeah, and they
2: also almost kill each other.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you can But say that was the one moment. Where no, you you know. can say that you hottest people in the movie, but Aubrey Plaza is one of the most beautiful women on the planet Earth, and I mean, second, oh yeah, just I just fight me if you. <laughs> She's she's amazing.
0: And everyone in this movie is beautiful. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen. It's L.A. Yeah. And that was the other thing of like... It's very L.A. Again, I've never been to L.A., but like just from everything I hear of like, you know, I listen to a lot of comedians and, you know, just them talking about like their lives and it's just like seems like this is a very L.A. like mentality of like everyone is... And even, uh, what is it, um, even Dan is like, you know, I'm going to be, a, I'm a screenwriter and I'm like, you know, doing like these table reads. And it's like, everyone has like, first of all, like their side hustle. Like oh, yeah. everyone like, you know, pretty much has like, you know, there are people who are just like, you know, trying to do their thing. And generally like, as this movie shows, like, you know, those people aren't always like the most successful, but it's like the ones who like know how to fake it just enough to like, per, like put on this like face that like get the, the follows, they get the clicks. They right. get, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, and again, this is still coming from someone who's never been to L.A. and has no real idea of like experiencing life there, but... But, but yeah, it but like, like it's,
2: it's much like the joke that runs in Celeste and Jesse forever, you know, of like how ridiculous L.A. is. Yeah. Know, where it's got to be something like that.
0: Well, and I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where...
2: L.A. listeners, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> what's the most accurate representation of your city?
0: Where I think it was like Nicole Byers talking about like... Um, you know, uh, which I was talking with you about her and Jamila Jamila Jamil. Yeah, um, from the good about, place. Yeah, yeah, how like everyone in LA is just kind of like, and everyone like in the industry is just kind of like this like broken narcissist. Like they're just all just like have this like level of like emotional damage and like also this level of like. Uh, yeah, this like level of like grand grandiose, like this like these like delusions of grandeur, and it's really interesting to like see how that plays out here. But, like everyone's like a little bit broken, but everyone thinks that they're like like doing like or that they deserve this thing or that they yeah. should be doing this thing.
1: Which is funny because we're coming right off of uh, looking for Richard, and I just finished rewatching the first season of Slings and Arrows, and like there's the character who's the Keanu Reeves character who comes to this Shakespeare festival. To, like, play Hamlet, and like, when this guy totally undermines him and like makes him feel like he can't do it anymore, like, he's talking to this like girl who's fallen in love with him. He's like, I miss LA where at least the assholes tell you up front that they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, back to, I just, sorry, I just want to talk about. No, nope, please get us back on track. Dan's character a little <laughs> bit more. Um, I just, I. I um, I, I find Dan and um, Ingrid's relationship to be a good little microcosm of this whole film and like how you're s- like you as an audience is supposed to digest this movie I think because it's like the entire time it's like like when like he's hanging out with Ingrid or like you know when they're first like meeting or whatever like he He's like kind of hitting on her, like trying to get her to like, hang out with him, you know, and everything. And you're like, oh no, that's a terrible idea, Dan. Like, And then you yeah, don't because want to at every that.
1: opportunity she takes like the worst advantage of him that she possibly can. Right, yeah.
2: And then later on when she does, you know. But then, like, like as it progresses, you're, you start being like, no, nah, do it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, feel yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the ending is so upsetting.
2: Right. I know. What? That's what I'm saying. Because it's like, you shouldn't, you you should not be rooting for this relationship for Dan to get into, but at the same time, you can't help
0: yourself, but... You, you can't, but... Okay, we'll, well, again, we'll save the ending, but... Right. Well, the, I, I feel like the thing is, it's... Dan is more, like, cognizant of what he's doing in that sense, which I feel like is... I, I feel like... God, I'm putting this horribly, but because it is kind of like it is kind of like all these different levels of everyone is on the same shit like everyone is trying to do this thing everyone is trying to do that thing everyone is not in a place where they want to be and is trying to get to that place where Yeah no one's to healthy be. in this movie And <laughs> yeah is <yeah. laughs> no. yeah, yeah. yeah. like a drug dealer slash landlord slash screenwriter like you know slash you know whatever 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 Right and
1: like uh, he's he's trying to write a Batman screenplay, but yet he unlicensed. Loves,
0: but yet, he, yeah, unlicensed
1: Batman screenplay, and yet he loves the Shoemaker movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but I feel like at the same time, he also is more like self-aware. So it's not necessarily that he's like doing anything better or worse than anyone. He's just more like aware and able to move like within his own like skin, you know. As yeah, opposed to I can see that. Like yeah. as opposed to like a lot of the other... But he also
2: does commit, it. like, a high crime for her. You know? Like, pretty unblinkingly.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: no, it's... Yeah, yeah. But, and, well, like, but, I, but it's, like, but it's also because, like, he thinks that Nikki, like, beat the shit out of her. That's true. Yeah, and like, it's also,
1: like, this is in the Gone Girl part yeah. of the movie. Yeah, but the, there's so many fucking red flags. Like, but, but, <laughs> but, but you also, at the same time, like, she's so charming and you understand, like, how... He could be taken in by her. Yeah. Like yeah. So it's like he really is falling in love with her, and like you understand why, even though we as the audience, like it's it's a it's dramatic irony. It's like it's we as the audience know things that the characters don't know. So it's like we've got this insight, and we're like, oh no, don't fall in love with her, even though I understand why you are falling in love with her. And it, it's so cool and it works so great for the story and the themes that they're going for. God, this is such a good movie. You guys, everybody should watch this. Yeah. Yes, it is.
2: And um, we're going to take a little break while Colin cools down. (laughs) (laughs) And when we we come back, uh, we will conclude our review of Ingrid Goes West. And we're back. Um, yeah, so, as, as Colin said, <laughs> this movie's awesome, and everyone should watch it. <laughs> it is really great. Um, it uh, It's a very unique movie. I can't compare it to anything, really. Uh, yeah, I
1: cannot think of anything. No. A- yeah. Apart from, like, the two movies that I compare it
0: to, like, passingly, being like, it's like this, but not like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It feels like... Um... Kind of like a Black Mirror episode, but like very presently set. Yeah, like it's like not in any way like futuristic. Like it's like it's absolutely a Black Mirror episode. So that's 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 what I was thinking because it's like it's very much uh, um, a very incisive look at how we use the technology that we have today and how that impacts the relationships that we have with each other, uh, like just on a daily basis because again, while this is an exaggeration, like, it is still something that I feel like everyone can relate to in some way. It's something where it's, like, there's just, like, no, because that's exactly what it's designed to do. Like, social media, like, technology at this point really is designed to be, like, a drug. It is very much, like, something that you get a fix of when you do it. Like, it's something that when you get engagement, when you... Uh, like companies use it in that way like it, it's something that like is very targeted um, just like uh, I mean it, just like advertisement has been just like media always has been yeah. this is just like the latest iteration of that of like something that is designed to very specifically target and appeal to like this sensibility that we have as human beings for connection like in order to have in, in, in that desire and so I feel like this movie like definitely takes that in mutates it in a really interesting way uh, within these characters and and Black Mirror it's it's, it's the episode um,
1: it's uh, like Nosedive if I'm getting the the name of the episode right the one where the, like people are have like social rankings based on their social media, oh, and, yeah. them, and like it gets like uninvited to her like best friend's wedding because yeah. of like her whole ba- thing. It, it's that episode. But
2: oh, great! Like, now our audience has to listen to an ep- or watch an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> okay, okay, but
1: the numbers. <laughs> like consider that a secondary recommendation, but but can we take this as a moment to talk about the ending of this movie? Oh um, yeah, yeah, because I love how like her suicide attempt is like this thing that like. Gets her all of the social media attention, like, and when she first wakes up, it's like, okay, she's gonna like start becoming a real person. She's gonna like get out of this whole thing, and but it's because Dan is there. No, it's, it's literate, because no. Dan is there.
0: But then that's immediately undermined. What, 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 what uh, literally like, like, yeah. the first suicide. thing that she says is, "Where's, Where's my, my phone?" Like, wakes up from the from her of Yeah, the first thing that she says is,
1: "Where's my phone?" Yeah, and so. But but you think that that's gonna be solved by Dan being there. I think that Dan is like, okay, I, I'm here, I'm going to take care of you. But then, like, that's undermined by her being, like, looking at all of the, like, likes and all of the comments that she's gotten on. Well, so i think
0: the two things that it does, though, at the end that it flips is she's now the person that people are, you know, looking at.
2: She and, became Taylor.
0: Yeah, it's so, Yeah, exactly. And then also she now has, I guess, her new... Like I don't know, look, we we don't get any like sort of like what her relationship was like with well, the like, but like Dan is like her anchor into the real world at this point. So it's like sure he's actually there and he's like again within the context of like the last minute of this movie being yeah. like how this movie ends, like just like looking at going forward, he would be kind of like the person that's there, like because that was really what she never had throughout the entirety of this movie was any sort of anchor to the real world everything that she was looking at was like based off of well you know, no one
2: was paying attention to her she was paying attention to everyone else exactly and and but but the thing that I find so disturbing about the ending is that it's essentially telling you that the moral of this movie is commit suicide and then get followers and so then then that that'll then that saves you the, no I know but I know it's not but that's like the whole like quote unquote moral of it you know which is like the whole black mirror fucking message yeah, that, of it.
1: that's yeah. the black mirror twilight zone ending
2: right yeah I know and and the thing that it really drives home with is how complacent Dan is with the whole Whole thing, the anchor to the real world. Like, that's what was so disturbing and creepy to me. Is he's like, You got a thousand, thousands upon thousands of followers, baby, and they all like you, you know? And then she's like, You got your own hashtag, and he's like, Ha ha, you know, like, it's gonna be all right. I don't know if he
0: was complacent so much as he was like, Again, still caught up in the same trap. Well, definitely. But, but you know what I'm saying. saying. I say yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why
1: I can't say this movie is a comedy. Because it's like, even though it's like a bunch of funny stuff and there's like all this going on, like it's so much about what the movie is saying. It's so much about like the commentary. Again, it is like a Black Mirror episode. It's this whole thing about like it ends on this note that you're like, it's not about like, oh, everything's happy, it ends on this, like, oh no, we're we are still making a very big commentary on, like, the world's day and how we live in it. Well,
0: yeah. And that's a thing that happens, again, that I feel like I can't say I'm sure because I didn't write the movie, but feels like it is a commentary on even how media portrays that, because there is this whole thing, uh, you know, with, like, 13 Reasons Why, and, like, and Things like this that kind of like glorify suicide as a means to solve a problem? (laughs) Not just just solve a problem, but it's like like you said, like people only care about her after she like tries to commit suicide. Right. And it's like this whole thing where it's also a black mirror episode. Yeah. That's
1: also like fifteen million merits. It's like
0: Well it's it's just kind of like this thing where it's like it's sad that like we live in a world where it's like that's what it takes for Like anyone to try and like make a connection with someone to where like that's what it is that like it's like oh well after what is that saying it's like you know give someone their flowers where they can still smell them you know it's like you know when people are alive you know people gather flowers
1: while you may yeah
0: exactly like people don't always like you know recognize or appreciate the people that they like have in their lives and then that is something that I feel like is reinforced in media when you have this like storyline of oh, well, this person dies, and then this is how like they become famous, or this is why people suddenly care about like them and their lives, and I feel like this is a commentary on that in media itself. Right. Because this whole thing is a commentary on media. On, yeah, well, like the kid that
2: got bullied, and then his mom's a racist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, the internet is a silly cuckoo banana place, Yeah, and this movie's yeah. a great commentary on that. And that's what I find so, you know, why it's such a good, solid ending, is that it, it, it jacks
0: with it you. Yeah, it knows what
2: it's doing, absolutely. for sure. absolutely like, And it, Aubrey Plaza knocks it out of the park.
1: I mean, guys, oh. can we talk about Aubrey Plaza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've been an Aubrey Plaza fan for a while, but, like, this has been, like, the starring vehicle for her that I've been dreaming for. Yeah. Yeah. I no. mean, like, she melts into
2: the role, and it, it's Have fantastic. Have you seen
0: Legion? Hmm? No. Have you ever seen Legion? No. Oh my gosh, she's amazing in Legion. What's Legion? um, It is a kind of expanded universe type of deal for X-Men. It's on FX. Oh, okay. Um, But it's about Legion, who is technically within the comic books, Charles Xavier's son. And I think they kind of like tease that in the show too. Um, They definitely do. Um, Or they they kind of like talk around the fact that Charles Xavier is his son. But um, Aubrey Plaza plays... Um essentially this character who's like the shadow king and within the comics it's like this uh parasitic entity that lives within people's brains and like that, like haunts them essentially. It, it like tortures them and torments them. That's so, a perfect role for yeah, her. No, I, oh my like, God. It's on it's on Hulu like watch Legion. It's, you're going to love it. <laughs> but, yeah. but Aubrey this... Plaza and Jermaine Clemens is in it too. Jermaine oh, yeah. Clemens yeah. is in it too. But,
1: but but this was like the first time that I've really seen Aubrey Plaza like stretch her wings and like get into like this like leading territory. Not just leading territory but, but I mean just deep stuff I mean beyond April Ludgate beyond like these little things that you've seen her yeah where she's not just
0: like the like disaffected yeah she's she's like she's uh, beyond
1: being a caricature she's being like she's putting in this like incredibly grounded incredibly real performance where like you really buy this person and even though they're like a a sociopath like you totally sympathize with her it's it's an amazing performance
0: yeah
2: no, yeah, it it truly is. It, it's, uh, uh, it's one of those performances that like wraps up a whole bunch of in, intangible things into it that it's just hard to describe, like yeah. why it's so good. Um,
0: Ooh, speaking of sympathetic sociopaths, I gonna have to recommend throwbreads for this podcast. Speaking of uh, I think you've
1: already recommended yeah, that you as, have but yeah, you actually really you might like, make us watch it. Yeah, yeah, like, show as as an episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Um, speaking of sympathetic uh, sociopaths, uh, dibs on that band name. Um, all right well um how are we doing guys how are we doing on our notes
1: Uh, all i've got left is my ratings
2: all right let's uh let's wrap up this review
1: uh it's got a 6.6 on imdb and 85 point cent uh, 85. <laughs> 85 points. In. It's got an 85 <laughs> points set, uh, an 85 percent Rotten Tomatoes and a 71 percent audience Tomatoes That should be higher. This is an should amazing should be movie. way higher. Yeah. I think that IMDb especially should be considerably higher. Yeah, agreed.
2: It's like. Yeah, it, it suffers from that Wikipedia syndrome, though you know. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it suffers from like anybody can write a review for this, right? You know? Yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> burp, burp, burp.
0: Also, they have actually found, like, statistically speaking, that uh, movies like starring and written by women get like more critically rated. Oh yeah, but yeah. this
1: movie is written by a man. But it's yeah. starring two, it's, it's, women. It's it's starring a, two like women. I said, what is, it's, like, it's written starring by, written by. Yeah, it's, it's written by two and, men, but starring two women. Yeah. But, it's,
0: yeah. but yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting little. Um, I,
1: I don't disagree with it, you. It's weird. It's weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know what could possibly be the reason for that. I don't know. But that's just a thing that well, happens sometimes. Like this is America. it's almost like we've done a whole
1: episode <laughs> on this podcast about toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah,
0: like a documentary on it or yeah, something.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: huh? <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we're gonna talk about um, our recommendations and what movie we're doing next week. So, hang tight. And we're back. Um, thanks for joining us. This has been a fun episode. This Great has movie. Been a super fun episode. Go see this movie,
1: guys. Yeah, it's on Hulu.
2: Yeah, yeah um thanks thank you thank you engineer Sven oh Sven yeah
1: my main man Sven your first your first full (laughs) episode you're you're there working the levels you're you're eating your your pickled fish I mean I I love you Sven right here buddy it's gonna happen Sven (laughs)
0: that's all I got to say
2: (laughs) quit seducing the staff um anyways (laughs) <laughs> uh we we are here to uh talk about uh, recommendations now um to, uh, here to recommend some some stuff to you um so uh without any further ado what you got craig what you got to recommend
0: um so there's like this awesome movie it's like totally cool movie like hashtag the mouse um, and like
1: the greatest martial arts movie of like the 21st century I mean maybe
0: of all time so far like I don't know that might be the case I, I couldn't I don't know if I can go all that way but I can say I it's mean, like among the greatest martial better? arts movies of all time well, it's call it? Mean, Enter the Dragon
2: yeah. That's a good one but is it good because it's like I mean, classic like, or I,
0: it's classic? I mean, it's I feel classic. Like in and terms great, of like where we're at technology-wise. In terms of, I'm putting in the
1: influence of Bruce Lee. Right. Like, oh, I mean, like, as yeah. a factor into that, but I would say probably in terms of sheer martial arts movies, you're right. Awesome.
2: Oh, I'm gonna kill oh, you! we're gonna <laughs> rectify
1: that. Too sweet.
2: Yeah, and then and I'll, I'll stay long on a screen while I like, punch out your guts. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we are wow.
1: definitely going to rectify that on air. Yeah, no, that's gonna be great.
0: Um, so yeah, actually, that was another thing that I was thinking <laughs> that we could do is uh, what kung fu night. Little Piedron thing, you know. Craig's never seen because there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen.
2: That's that's true. If if we get
0: interest in a
1: Patreon, let's talk about that. (laughs) For the time being, you have a recommendation based on one of the best kung fu, one of the best martial arts movies of all time.
0: Yes, and that movie is The Raid, (laughs) and that comic book is also called The Raid. Um, And yeah, it's a comic book series based on you guessed it. The raid, um, and I just found it when I was at the comic book store the other day. I haven't actually started it yet, but I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna recommend it because it's a fucking comic book based on the raid. I, if I was you, <laughs> I would also. I
1: would just, if I saw a comic book of the raid, I would be like, yes. I'm recommending this site unseen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I, I literally was like at the comic book store. It was not on my pull list at all. And I was going through browsing and I saw there was a number two issue. And I was like, holy crap. I really hope there's a number one left in this comic book store. And there was. So I bought them both. (laughs) And here we are with me recommending The Raid to you. Comic book format. Ollie Masters written. Buddy Se- Setiawan I'm probably pronouncing that horribly but booty maybe or buddy Setiawan is the uh, art for the book and yeah check it out if your local comic book store if you can find a copy and,
1: and, and if you have not seen the um, Judge Dredd the new Judge Dredd which is just called Dredd with Carl Urban it is basically the raid but with the character Judge Dredd from the comic books in like the same storyline, he's got to like make his way through this like high rise, and it's awesome. It's like far better than the horrible, horrible Sylvester Stallone How dare you? Of Judge Dredd. Like, How dare. watch Dread? Don't watch Judge Dread. How dare you? <laughs> Judge Dread is a masterpiece. <laughs> I can't say. Rob that. Schneider, guys. I can't say that <laughs> oh, Sylvester Did, did we watch that movie? Yes. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. I think we watched it together. Yeah. yeah. I june the hell out of it. (laughs) Um, But, all right. Colin? Um, Just based on this movie, I'm going to recommend a very specific episode of Parks and Recreation. A very Pacific episode? Yeah, a Pacific episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, There's an episode of Parks and Recreation called Doppelgangers. It is um, season six, episode four where, like, the um, Eagleton Parks Department merges with the Pawnee Parks Department. And the best part of this whole episode is when April has to, like, meet with her liaison in the Eagleton Parks Department. Oh, yes. Who is played by June Diane Raphael. Tinnifer- and she's playing a character named Tinnifer. And she is basically the same character in this movie. She's like, oh, my God. Like, who's your spinning instructor? <laughs> <laughs> and April's like, she's the worst person I've ever met. I want to be her maid of honor. So <laughs> just like,
2: and I'm going to be her best friend. That was the
0: prequel to this movie. <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it, I swear, it's where this movie came from was this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's also, like, um, Ron meets with, like, Doppelganger Ron, who's played by... Um, Sam... Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Sam Elliott. Santa. Sam Elliott, yes. And Sam Elliott is, like, Waterston. Huh. like... And yes. Sam Elliott is this total, like, vegan, hippie, like, I'm a, like... <laughs> yoga nut, and I'm a vegan, and a nut nut. <laughs> and, like, and he's like the opposite of Ron Swanson in every way, and it's amazing. Like, If you guys are fans of Parks and Rec, or even if you aren't fans of, of Parks and Rec, watch this episode, because this will get you into this amazing show.
2: Yeah, it's a good one. Um, well, my recommendation is also a Pacific episode of something. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> last week I recommended uh, the great history comedy podcast called The Dollop with... Um, God dang it, I remember what Andy da- Davis... Andy Daly? No, it's Andy, <laughs> his name is Andy Davis or something like that. Yeah. Dave Anthony, that's what Dave Anthony. Yes, yeah, I mean, D- D- Dave Anthony. And uh, Gerald something god i'm terrible anyways they're <laughs> hilarious and uh they do a specific episode that i would like to recommend to everyone called it's called the baron of arizona which is a ridiculous true story about a man who conned his way into convincing the u.s government that he was the baron of arizona and he collected a lot of money from it and it's a crazy story um but what it check it out And then check out our next episode, because what we're going to be doing is that I discovered that there was a movie done in 1950 starring Vincent Price called The Baron of Arizona, which covers this very story. And it's supposed to be pretty good still. And I haven't seen it. And I'd like to, because the story is ridiculous. And if they made a movie and Vincent Price is in it and it still holds up... Hey, yeah, I am 100% Price, on you had
1: Price board. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. I looked at the ratings. It's like rocking like a 7 point something on IMDb. And like it, it's like, in the 80s in, on Rotten Tomatoes. So you, you,
1: you were telling me about the concept of this story this morning, and then you said Vincent Price, and I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited. 1950, The Baron of Arizona. So, um, check it out. And then uh, join us next week when we talk about this crazy movie. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of checking us out, you can find all of our episodes on um, on the, the, the SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T is where we have all of our episodes posted. And um, it's where, through that, you find, um, well, you know, all of your podcatcher apps, your your listening.
1: Your iTunes, your Stitcher.
2: Yeah. Your, your
0: podcast hat. Your ditters and your hoodads.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's where you can find us on <laughs> all those but things. Wh-
1: wherever it is that you find us, if there's a rate and review button, go ahead and give us a rating and a review. It really helps people to find our uh, little podcast. Here.
2: Yeah, it helps us greatly. Um, we uh, we're not affiliated with any kind of big sponsor. Uh, we're trying to get on that Lacroix. They like, that big Lacroix yeah, we're, dollar. we're
1: trying to get a sponsor sponsorship with Lacroix. Yeah, we're trying to get on like any sort of network, but you know nobody. I mean, we're fresh like LaCroix. Yeah. like Lacroix. Yeah, is nice and refreshing. We're and nice and we're refreshing. As, we're as refreshing as a nice orange Lacroix, and not disgusting like a. Uh, a hey, we're, we don't. We don't. We don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't this put any sick. shade. I'm sorry. But we don't.
0: Lacroix slander will not. Levi, we don't. Shall we shall not. It will not end. It. All can. forms of Lacroix no. taste <laughs> delicious. All the all
1: the Lacroix are great. Even even the uh, flavorless LaCroix is good yeah it's oh, all the good, good. Yeah. the, pure. the pure. Okay, pure I can't wait yeah, to yeah, crack yeah, into a yeah. case oh, of that yeah, we, gotta all LaCroix, up, we gotta open up a little all little. LaCroix is the best yeah. LaCroix please sponsor us yeah the hashtag LaCroix podcast let's get that LaCroix money
2: uh, if if you would like to sponsor us you can you can find us on Twitter after at, that if you still want to sponsor us at please. IWYTWT you can tweet at us individually I am at the D Bucks I
0: am at Catharicus. I am at Colour-Mush. and
2: and um, uh, hey we are on Facebook too Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWYTWT and uh, that's the end of our episode join us next week where we uh, do that thing about the Baron of Arizona
0: Arizona hashtag squad girls I want you to watch Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch I just watch this. watch this, movie I
1: said I want you to
0: watch this. Watch the fucking movie.